Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. He's back. Three's company. For the ramble. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the football ramble. It's lovely to have you on board this rambling ship. James or Jim is with me. Hello. Pete Donaldson's in the crow's nest. Hello. And, and Luke Moore's in the depths. I thought you were going to say poop deck. <laughs> Hello. All right. Um, oh, Luke, it's a pleasure to have you back. Enough of your sarcasm. Um, he's combed his hair a different way. Yeah. Ooh la la, somebody's beaten the Crete. Yeah, and, and a few of us mentioned it. He went, Whoa, why is everyone saying my hair's different? Because it is. Well, this is how they do it on the continent, so you have to deal with it. <laughs> really? Because yeah. yeah. you fit in so yeah. perfectly. That's well, the sound that players should go overseas. I've done it. Yeah. It's not that good. Stay in. <laughs> Like Matt uh, Derbyshire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yes, James, a very yes. good point. Matt Derbyshire's back on loan in the UK now. Yeah, that's he? what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, let's begin from the start. Uh, Alex scored a beauty against Arsenal, I'm sure that's everybody right. agrees. <laughs> um, a smashing free kick. Gentlemen, cast your minds back to the time before now. Can you think <laughs> of a particularly good smashed free kick? That zoomed into the back of the net Straight for a free kick James or Jim? Well um, I don't know if it zoomed But he certainly smashed it I'm going to go for um, Janino Panambacau Against Barcelona Just any uh, Janino two, Yeah yeah <laughs> But it, the specific one I want to go for is that was last so year uh, Against Barcelona At home I believe Leon were and, In the um, Champions League yes, of course And it was It was Almost a corner mm. like, The angle was absolutely spectacular But he really smashed it was But it he gets them high and looping And they, he just always seems to get them right If you only watch his was goals on YouTube Was it two years ago? <laughs> was it the year before last? Or was it last year? Uh, it was 2009 okay. um, So it would have been okay. You're right though he, he does get the dip He does and just mm. he's, It's like he's absolutely perfected The art and science of taking a free kick yeah. Well as we said before like, A lot of goalkeepers have been stopped Stopped having walls Because yeah. they just wanted to see As much of the ball as they could yeah. mm. <laughs> Ridiculous A very very <laughs> strong start yeah. PT uh, I'm going to go for a man Who only seems to take This sort of free kick And a one close to my heart Mr. <laughs> Allen <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone uh, in particular? The one against Georgia Where he was in the six yard box Remember oh, uh, Teddy Sheringham Sheringham oh, yeah. backheeled it And he just yeah. leathered it As hard as he could And there was I think there was seven men on the line. Yeah. I thought you were going to go for the one against Leicester uh, at St James. There was one against Sunderland that was quite good as well. And when he was, when he was one bandaged old, up, his head was all bandaged. Oh up. yeah, I there was that one at Old Trafford, which is mm. probably his best one actually, but not as good as the Georgia one because it was closer and more powerful, and okay. it made me excited. <laughs> right, <laughs> uh, right. It was in the 90th minute of uh, a two-nil England home win against Georgia. Ladies and gentlemen, fans. <laughs> yeah. uh, Luke, I've got a Janino one as well. No, have yeah, you? but my one's better than your one, so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> it's the one he scored, and I, you guys, I know you two, Jim and Marcus, have definitely seen it because I remember sending it to you. Might have been a little bit before Pete was involved, but 
we'll definitely get it's up on the road. Yeah. <laughs> or as I like to call it, the good old days. Yeah, good old days. Yeah. Yeah. And the glory uh, era. It was in 2008 and it was in the semi-final of uh, the Coup de France, the French Cup, and um, he smashed this free kick. I'm going to stick my neck out and say 45 yards out. I know, wow. right. Don't stick and your neck out, he'll hit, he'll hit you. No, man. yeah, you take your head off. <laughs> and it moved one way then the other then back again <laughs> so the keeper like swiveled his body couldn't can get anywhere near it right. and they uh, almost took the goalpost out of the ground <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> it was like not even the two blokes standing near him celebrated they were just like did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> just standing there thinking, what is happening here? <laughs> it was a great hit. It was, um, it was the best free kick I've ever seen. So I'm going to go for that. Magic. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for a Roberto Carlos one. Now, there's obviously many to choose from, but I'm not going for that one. Mm. I'm going to go for one. It was away to Argentina for Brazil, of course, in a World Cup qualifier for Germany 06, I believe. And Argentina won 3-1. Raquel May got the second, and a beauty it was. Left foot uh, top corner outside the box. And they were three nil down Brazil, and Carlos had one, and it was at an angle, but he hit it across the keeper into the keeper's corner, and it just absolutely zoomed into the top yeah. corner, like r- absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, pop bang, lovely. You got to love a bit of that. And I tell you what, that is that is Roberto Carlos all over. Mm. Luke's hand up. One thing that's worth mentioning about the Alex free kick yeah. is that no one's. Ma- I might be make, making a ridiculous point here. But and I'm not saying that um, that Fabianski was in goal, wasn't he? I'm not saying mm. that Fabianski should have saved it. Mm. But they Arsenal fell for the oldest trick in the book. Well, the Chelsea players <laughs> four on the lot on the wall, Maluda between him, them, and Arshavin, and he just moved out of the way, and no one moved. And he yeah. hit it where he. That's yeah. one of the first things the keeper should be saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. tight. Well, get we'll close. we'll come on to that, but we haven't just down points. Oh, of course. Sorry, yeah, jump the gun. I've forgotten how it works. Yeah, you have. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's back and he's got the points. Yeah. Oh, it's so, Luke Moore. Sorted that out earlier, Jim. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> got some duty free things, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. um, Honourable mentions have got to go to that Venezuelan player. Do you remember the guy who oh, scored a free kick oh, from yeah. pretty much the centre circle, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and another uh, player who was an absolute git for a free kick, Jules Alberts for Rangers. Yeah. yeah, he was, yeah. Absolute marvellous. Let's not say ridiculous anymore. No. <laughs> but they, all those free kicks were ridiculous. Mm. <laughs> this is getting ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I've got holes. He Lud- doesn't. Ludicrous. Um, yeah, no, Chelsea beat Arsenal 2 0. Mm. James. Nothing sh- has changed in a year. No. <laughs> they, should, <laughs> they should have got a point. You think? Yes. Just well, can't just paste this bit in from last year's. Chart, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, it was pretty much. I mean, Arsenal had a few sort of chances early on, and they. Wenger said that they had Chelsea on the ropes at points, and that's true, they did. But Chelsea is such so good in a defensive mode; they're completely unfazed by being attacked and not having the ball. Like and it's all like Inter that. again. They a lot like that, yeah. Mm. And they we just couldn't find a way around them. I mean, I don't think they've conceded a goal at Stamford Bridge yet um, in the league this season. I know Shadow Amiobi scored too. <laughs> <laughs> so wow, yeah, that's but, um, funny in itself. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yes, I mean, it's, it's a, it was a difficult game, and in a way, I think it's good that we've had that game after a Champions League game because we'd have probably lost it anyway. Yeah, it's just just getting to that point where it's just they're just so far ahead of us, and it's it's annoying. I mean, Chelsea really pack the box after mm. as soon as the ball gets anywhere near their box, they yeah. they seem to have so many men over. Look it's at ridiculous. the players they've got. Though. Look yeah. at the players in front of their back four. Mm. Um, Ramirez uh, Essien and Mikel. I mean come on well, look at the size <laughs> of the players all <laughs> yeah. over the pitch they are, they're, they're all huge huge guys and they just but with a lot of skill and they just power through and they're just overrunning they overrun us I suppose in terms of uh, 
just just their sort of professionalism and quality. Like obviously, you know, Arsenal did play well. I think it's fair to say for a lot of the game, but it just wasn't enough. I well, thought Arsenal should have got a point. Well, they played the, good, the interesting thing I found, and I'm not sure it's to do with the in, uh, the in, introduction of Shamak, is that they almost seem to consciously changed their tactics they hit the wide the flanks a lot more they got crosses in mm. you never see Arsenal cross very often they oh, got quite a lot of crosses you in you found if Bettner's playing oh, but, but for me it was apparent that they thought I, I might be wrong but it looked to me like they thought right we're going to cross against them mm. see how they get on against cross balls with Shemak in there well, Shemak looked really lively at first he's a better quality player than Bettner yeah, oh, yeah. yeah he is indeed um, well let's talk about Blackpool oh yeah mm. give them some credit shall we yeah. Yeah. absolutely start matters. with them yeah they were superb. Yeah, they but moved the ball around so well. They've had a wonderful start to the season, and I, I sincerely hope they don't do a hull. You know, and I don't think they will do. I think, I think Oliver is too sensible for that. He's very, very, very level-headed. He actually <laughs> said it one, but he said, "I'm he not going to, I'm not going to even crack a smile until we've got enough points for safety." Yeah, he did say he did aim for like thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you might want to be uh, yeah. up in the ante a bit. <laughs> but the thing I like about Blackpool at the moment is um, their, their bounce back ability. They've had a couple of they had an absolute hiding at the Emirates, but they've uh, and they Chelsea keep well, and Chelsea, yeah, and they keep. They, they just come back from it they, mm. they, They're not phased by it And they, they just That's Keep battling They keep fighting They're playing good football as well And the great away wins Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I think they've got the best away form in the league But do you, do you think yeah. they've just gone against teams I mean Liverpool's a little bit of a different kettle of fish these days But do you think they've Holloway said to them ahead of like Chelsea and Arsenal He said look You've earned your chance to play Just enjoy yourself you know, You're not expecting anything from it Just enjoy yourselves Maybe. He, he did sort of say that he was a little bit naive Taking them to uh, Stamford Bridge They did play away didn't they, they, did yeah. play away. they, they were. Second half though They, they shut but Look, yeah, look they were trying to score. But, but look how, how sort of like fairly average players like DJ Campbell, like Varney. He was beating. Uh, to be fair, though, he was beating their back their back four for pace every single time. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Glenn Johnson's awful penalty <laughs> <laughs> just ghosted past him when he just stuck out a leg. It was awful, awful performance. For, for me, Glenn Johnson needs to be. Mo- I know they don't really play that sort of formation, but he needs to move the same way Gareth Bale's moved. Because yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. At the back, and it, I'll no. stick my neck out. And say he's worse at the back than he was at Pompey. And at, at, Pom- <laughs> at Pompey, he was all right at the back. He was average. But don't forget, he went for eighteen million quid. It's like That's he's it's like it? he's being absolved of defensive responsibility. But he's decided that himself. Yeah, oh, absolutely. He's absolved himself from it. Yeah. But it is just it's phenomenal. It's, it's like he's one of those traditional um, Brazilian kind of wing backs, and they come to Europe mm. and they go, okay, so you want to defend it? Well, hang on. Well, that's not what we do no. <laughs> but in, in quite a disjointed team I think that stands out more because he's more likely to get caught out you know mm. I think a lot of players there aren't, just aren't doing their jobs and they just seem so are you worried about disjointed? are you worried for Uncle Roy I am yeah, yeah I'm I'm a little bit so one thing that gives Blackpool even more credit is um, I believe I'm right in saying uh, I read this today I forget where so apologies uh, it, 10 out of the 11 that started for Liverpool played at the World Cup mm and they, they, they've got something like an av- they've got an average caps of 55 each or something <laughs> Liverpool I, th- I, think, I, I think they were I think Liverpool were unlucky not to at least get a point because uh, uh, that saved at the end from guilt oh, yeah it was actually much I know it was, p- it was point blank it was superb yeah. Newcastle mm. fantastic yeah and uh, Hol- did you see Holloway in the crowd at uh, Live at the Apollo yeah he was smiling <laughs> then <laughs> he was smiling then yeah, yeah I, I saw, saw that. that yeah I saw yeah, that did someone yeah, pick yeah. him out though they were picking him out a lot what were they saying it was in Blackpool and the other but good I think it's worth talking about how sort of Hodgson's been given so little time in a way because the yeah. crowd and, and Liverpool fans but they've started awfully though they have started awfully this is the worst start since the 50s apparently they were relegated in the season that they matched this for woefulness but so, woefulness. <laughs> someone, someone I can't remember who it was but someone off the record 
uh, at Liverpool said um, so yeah I wouldn't know who it was because I didn't give their name but they said the club is no, uh, the worst state it's been since before Shankly when it was in an absolute mess yeah, when, we talked, right. we, when we profiled Shankly we talked about how much of a mess Liverpool right, was in yeah, there he turned it around. so you can't blame Hodgson exclusively mm-hmm. apparently they were singing for Dalgleish yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's what you want short sighted <laughs> isn't it um, it's, it's the same as Shearer at Newcastle obviously I mean Dalgleish has had a proven sort of managerial record before but I mean it's 10 years ago exactly yeah, yeah it's, it's a strange well, 10 years strange ago Celtic emotional. he wasn't that great then well yeah Hmm. Um, I, I do worry for Hodgson. You know, I mean, d- how much do you think the, the boardroom unrest is affecting the side? Because it seems to be. Yeah, yeah it's it's odd yeah, I mean, that it would ex- affect the players on the pitch. But it does it seem would, like it's doing something. Yeah, you'd expect that it would sort of distract um, people from the poor performance on the pitch, but it just really hasn't. No, it's like something running through that. It's running through that club like a cancer, man. It's Torres. all over it. What, what is up with him? He wants to go. I think. I think it, it seems that way. Pompey, I think I've heard. Well, <laughs> um, uh, Manchester City. Mm. They seem to be going well. Mm. They Second, beat, they beat Pete's Newcastle. Well, that sort of game, with Newcastle had them on the ropes for a while, and that sort of mm. game is a sort of game you want, if you want to achieve something, you play reasonably poorly, you've got to win those games, and they did mm. that. Yeah. Well, and the, the sort of the fact that Adam Johnson could come off the bench and that be such, such a good player, become goal. man of the match. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's turned us in inside out on that goal. But Wonderful. That's the quality they've got there, isn't yeah. it? If the game is going away from them, then they can they can switch it around in a sort of quite drastically effective way. So Capello's talking about that the um, the Man City contingent. He thinks that could be quite important for England. Yeah, well, it would be. Yeah. 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 Right. Although a man who's not going to be on uh, international duty is um, De Jong. Yep. Yeah. That seemed like a strike. I mean, we'll talk about attack in a minute, I'm sure, but five mile it's a bit of an odd decision. Yeah. Do you want to so it is well you need to oh, say it. you need oh, to talk about the yeah. tackle because that's exactly the well, reason well, why he's not in the vault well, Van Marwick has dropped Dijon de Jong from the upcoming international because of the challenge he might have been after that's, that, that's not sort of way to treat a World Cup sort of finalist yeah, it's an odd choice <laughs> you don't think of dropping him after the tackle on Alonso well you not thought about dropping Van Bommel yeah <laughs> every week <laughs> maybe it's Van Bommel who's piping up going oi this job. is what I do <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he's copying me sorry boss can I have a word how many hatchet men can you have because I've already been doing this for ages yeah. <laughs> I will kick him if I have to <laughs> yeah. I'm the new Van Bommel yeah. <laughs> maybe they're going to have like a Mortal Kombat style best of three <laughs> um, uh, well this is because Jajong broke Ben Arthur's leg yeah mm. I, uh, weirdly enough right he didn't but look when, that he, when, he, when he broke um, the Bolton players uh, leg back yeah. in March and when he did that did that uh, in the World Cup final I wasn't that bothered but now I'm absolutely furious at De Jong it's, it's weird like you, that it's isn't like it? you got yeah, some yeah. vested interest it's in odd it. that, that I'm absolutely beside myself with anger it's almost like he's your best uh, that line. bald prick yeah no you heard it break on, on both, TV both bones yeah, yeah and it was just it was weird because the referee didn't even stop the plan I just thought what that, what the hell was that sound the, the on the replay? And then they didn't it was even, only until he, he, after didn't the game, ye- he didn't even yell a card Tevez for jumping in the crowd, to be fair. So it wasn't I, he- I heard um, a, play- a player, I think he just played left back for Portsmouth in the 90s, called Lee Russell, break his leg in that way. And mm. I was at the game and I heard it from the stand. It yeah. was absolutely sickening. Yeah. Yeah. You knew it was straight away. The, the, the thing about that refereeing performance uh, and, that, and that issue with Ben Arthur and, and De Jong is that that referee was close enough to see that challenge. Mm. And he is. And, and, and what happened now is there'll be a lot of backlash and a lot of people saying, oh, tackles are getting ridiculous and he should be banned for this, that, and the other. The point is, the referee just needs to apply the law. I looked, I looked up the law after the Carl Henry one and the thing, and it says 
if it's careless, reckless, or using excessive force, whether he plays the ball or not, it's a red card offence. Yeah. yeah, right. But the referee's not implemented that. No, how how did he spot Williamson for the for the penalty? Well, that's not. A penalty either. Well, no, yeah, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah, but I mean, like, how did he spot that and not spot the, the penalty? Now you care. Mm. Don't I just, you but it wasn't even it wasn't even the foot that he was playing the ball with. No. It was his other foot. Just just mm. it would it was already mm. been attended to. He was going nowhere. It was in the centre of the park. It was just it was just horrible. The it actual was, wording is yeah. irrespective of the position of the ball. If it's careless, reckless, or using excessive force, it's like Law Twelve of the game. I looked yeah. it up. It's not implemented. Yeah, properly. I mean, a lot of people sort of uh, think that you know, if you win the ball with a hard challenge, that's it, and it's just part of the game. And you're absolutely well, right. That's what Kevin Keegan and Nicky Butler. Of course, you, can, of course you can go over the top. <laughs> <laughs> it's but that's a very, very English thing. Well, got the ball. Well, that's what Kevin Keegan and Nicky Butler said in the studio. Yeah. It's not. A pro- I've not I've, I haven't got a problem with that tackle. It's just unlucky. It's not unlucky. He's yeah. broken his leg. He's 23 years old. He may never look what happened to Eduardo. Yeah, he absolutely. may never play again. He yeah. may never play at that yeah. level again, yeah. and that yeah. is a ridiculous decision. At the, at the early stages of his career at a new club, it's just the worst time that can happen, isn't it? It's absolutely. I did like how he gave. He, although he was taking oxygen on, he did start waving at the crowd as he's going yeah, up he was with high. He's high, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when my uh, my dad fell over on the ice and hurt his back, and they uh, had to give him oxygen, he, after about two minutes, he was like, "Oh, it's brilliant! <laughs> 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 I should do this every day." As <laughs> his torso slips off his legs. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but oh, I mean, I, I think um, I know you, you might come onto the Carl Henry thing in a minute. I I think there's different issues. I don't think it's indicative of the way the game's going, if you like, because these two challenges. It's not De Jong's fault that he's, you know, that he's doing what he's doing. It's not De Jong's fault that he's not suspended. You know, what I mean? it's no, not the fault, fault for not for not spotting. But him. what message does it give out to a player like De Jong if he can get away with it every week? Yeah. yeah well, the, thing, the thing with Carl Henry is just a rubbish player. Yeah. So well, this is yeah. He's uh, not a Premier League player. So absolutely. The, th- the thing is, a lot of people sort of miss with these challenges, and I think Shawcross is guilty of this as well. A lot of the time, it's clumsy. It's bad defending. Yeah. It's as you say it's, If you're doing that If you're breaking players' legs with, By mistiming a challenge mm. Even though you're going in Robustly and, mm. and hard Because that's part of your game Then you, that's you being a bad footballer But it's, a, yeah, it's, it's like the way that, Like I always used to say Vinnie Jones used to play He wasn't a particularly good Defender no, no, he, no, just, no. he just used to come Into the back of people and, and, get, and get Well sorry midfielder and, and, and he just used to get Sent off a lot Because he wasn't very good At tackling yeah. The game's moved on now Hasn't it I mean if, in a, f- a few years ago That rule was brought in About excessive force If Nigel de Jong for example because uh, this is what happened this weekend use him as an example if he is using excessive force regularly because that's part of his game then he's as simple as that you have to change his game mm. because there's no place for it in the game well anymore. but the thing is if he keeps getting away with it then as you say he will course, do it. and this is why I, I, I think yeah. retrospective punishment on things like this uh, is uh, something to explore I think mm-hmm. it could be uh, a good thing his fellow Dutchmen have been making a few headlines Raphael van der Vaart yeah mm. we said he was better a reasons <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> another, another issue of uh, a lot of the football media in this country on the telly going oh no one knows anything about him yeah. well we do actually yeah. he played for Real Madrid <laughs> yeah. well at least Shearer can forget about Ben Arthur again yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, just le- I've just read his Wikipedia for crying out loud yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go and get injured <laughs> that, was, that was crazy as well because it's not like Ben Arthur hadn't been linked with a move to England for like three years odd like, and he's you, been capped for France <laughs> yeah, yeah but I mean more so than that even if you are ju- even if you just read the sun you, you, you would know he is you're not a room for ages yeah hmm. um, anyway but Van der Vaart yeah <laughs> great start there I have to say I think he's a brilliant player great technique great golf scoring ability and all the rest of it um, just a tiny word of caution he's had a little bit of a checkered pass sometimes being a bit disruptive and yeah. so and he's one of those players Dutch, who, yeah that's right he's one of those players who if it's not going to he plays for himself oh uh, yeah and if it's not and I know people say yeah but that's the type of player Spurs need you know a friend of mine was saying recently really um 
it, he if it's not going right for him, he'll then start shooting from anywhere what, and trying yeah. to do it all himself. As Ronaldo's been doing, yeah, it. and and it'll piss his teammates off. And now I know it's going well, and I hope it continues because it's absolutely brilliant to see that, and, and it's great to see Spurs having a genuine world class player. Yeah, there. It, is, yeah. it really is, and I can't stress that enough. But just a little bit of word, a little bit of caution on there. I just think if it starts to go badly, he could be one of those ones. You saw him drifting all over the place, you know, and Redknapp yeah. had to change. He the does formation. do that, you know. I'm for, I for one am very very surprised to hear that he didn't get on well with Ibrahimovic at Ajax <laughs> <laughs> they apparently had an actual fight that's right and that's why Van der Vaart went to, uh, to Hamburg didn't yeah. he went to Hamburg that was an odd move even at the time wasn't it because Van der Vaart was very very highly rated he was yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sort of went to Hamburg and became their main man. Mm. It's funny that. But, but uh, yeah. the thing is, that you're right. They, they need to, in a way, it creates another problem because we said when he signed, great player. Yeah. We all said that, but where's he going to play? Mm. And now Redknapp looks like he's going to have to commit. And the thing is, he has to because Van der Vaart is rewarding him with performances. That's right. Yeah. So Spurs are you now going to have to build their team around him. Mm. And then where does that leave Modric and people like that? Mm. You know, it's just, well, it's Modric will have to play deeper, and you'll have to take away forwards. Oh, wide. Let's play wide. Yeah. Well, you and then you've got four decent forwards. Only one of them can play. Mm. So, That's yeah. right, yeah. But Van der Vaart hasn't made the England squad for obvious <laughs> no. reasons. But um, <laughs> Kevin Davis has at the age of 33. Only marginally yeah. more likely than Van der Vaart, Kevin Davis. <laughs> <laughs> I think Capello likes that type of player, doesn't he? He obviously he likes Heskey and, and Zamora's injured. Kevin Davis is in. He genuinely can't believe it, though. Davis. No, no, yeah. <laughs> and God bless him for that. He said he, said he, had, he said he had more chance of um, playing for Jamaica. Did I read that he made the most chances out of any player in the Premier League last season? Seriously? Is that right? Yeah. Knocked down after so knocked down. Joe, isn't it? Up to Joe. Heskey turned down a recall. Because so apparently Capello was considering calling up Andy Carroll. No, he's got a car case, hasn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Did you, did you, did you, did, do you reckon busy. That Capello asked, do you reckon Kevin Davis went, all right, I'll do it, but did you ask Heskey first? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you, be honest, yeah, I asked him first. Right. Mm, I'm not bit, doing bit it. Bit annoyed with that then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You forget Davis is 33. Yeah, obviously well, I never knew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go, James. Eh? I mean, these players—they come out of nowhere. You never heard of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he's a prospect, Davis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is indeed. But Robert Green's been called up as well. He won't play. What's the point? Yeah. Well, you've got to have three keepers for what? For one game? Yeah, that is the point. That is the sole point. You've <laughs> got to have three keepers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Not, um, not, not, not the pitch at same time. back in. Yeah, good mm. because mm. he's he's a calming influence. And whilst United haven't been sort of firing all cylinders, they're not really conceding at the moment. Mm. Mm. Like that, I've actually thought the game against Valencia and the Mustafa was a really good defensive performance, actually. Mm. And Ferdinand was a big part of that. They're a fantastic win. Um, let's go to the championship. Hmm. Um, Neil Warnock murked his old team, Palace, 2-1. Palace equalised in the 89th and then in the 93rd, uh, QPR got the winner. I can't hmm. believe in the years we've been doing this show, we've never, to my knowledge, pointed out that Neil Warnock has got an abysmal nose. No, mm. we must have done. It's worse than Steve Bruce's. I'm putting it out there. Like, no, it's a different mm. nose to Steve. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's worse. Very different kind. Steve, Steve Bruce's is, is quite a short, fat nose, whereas Warnock's <laughs> quite long and pointy. Warnock's looks like a dinosaur's nose. Oh, well, he, no, his is more of um, dinosaur's nose is just holes. Speaking of which, I saw Jurassic Park. Recently. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jim, Jim <laughs> Warnock. <Boston. laughs> uh, Neil Warnock's got a touch of the Jim Rosenthal's. Would you say? Yeah, it's quite yeah. satanic looking. Yeah, Jim Rosenthal is the guy, the the the, uh, the the vampire off of um, the Count off Sesame, Sesame Street. <laughs> what do you think of Neil Warnock's nose? I, would, I think it's more like putty. It's sort of you, you'd want to touch it if you got close to it. I reckon. 
Dowie's got a bad nose it's just because it's surrounded by so much other weirdness you don't sort <laughs> yeah. of notice so much yeah, it's just because he's got like into insignificant yeah he's got like muscles sticking out of his head it's just <laughs> like has, anyone, has everyone else got those muscles what, what, what is his face <laughs> how do you work those out well, yeah, um, Neil Warnock's nose looks, I'll tell you what it looks like it looks like a normal nose but when you look in the back of a spoon yeah that's what it looks like that's it's like the Neil Warnock nose roast <laughs> we sort of stand up and just tell Neil Warnock what we think of his nose anyway <laughs> Kieran Cadogan came on for Palace and scored yeah. and he is a good player thank Again, you I'm bringing it back to football <laughs> and as far as I can make out he's got a perfect normal yeah, nose yeah, yeah. if you weren't here that would have gone on for another five minutes yeah right. <laughs> uh, he did, let's yeah. talk about Portsmouth okay uh, very briefly good I comeback know, I don't know what's happening to them Great start. Great start. 2 0 down at Middlesbrough. Mm. The Nuge. Unbeaten in three. Lawrence, Lawrence as well was singing his yeah. praises the other day. Did you see that penalty? It's really odd. The Pompey yeah. had a corner or a free kick, I forget. Um, it was a set piece. Yeah, they're defending it mm. and they cleared it and they went to. Uh, no, sorry. We were, we, were, um, we were attacking it, Portsmouth. They cleared it and went to counter attack. The camera went up the other end. They got into our half. And then um, the referee gave us a penalty. <laughs> it must have been off the ball. Yeah. No, no one saw it. I couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. Weird. Got on the football league show or anything like that because obviously no. it was on telly. And um, yeah, and, and obviously Lawrence put it away. But um, two 0 down away to Borough to get a result. That's a great stuff. You're going to be your noisy defender there. That's oh yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> well, next next week Portsmouth are, um, are at home to Leeds and away to QPR, so I mean, the wheels could still fall off. There you go. <laughs> Again, um, they've gone back on. But you missed the six. Uh, the six. The big six. Can, do, do you know what? I was in. I was in a. Um, I was in a um, restaurant in Crete where I went on holiday, and I was mm. eating. And I had some guy talking about football. I thought he sounded like he knows what he's talking about. Um, Did he I sound like me? Makes a change. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, from being with you, not joke. Mm. Um, and I asked him. I said to him, and he and he was from Sheffield United. He was from Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was it was Gary Speed. Born there. I live in Three Bramall Lane. <laughs> <laughs> he's from Sheffield, and I started having a bit of banter with him about football. Oh, you love a bit of banter, yeah. you don't you? And Especially on the continent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it overseas Lineker, <laughs> Euro banter <laughs> In Lineker's bar I'd like to inform I'd like to inform The uh, listeners That I can perform Overseas as well uh, And um, I started talking to him About the Sheffield United game Where Pompey battered United at Bramwell Lane And United won 1-0 and uh, he was giving me a load of stick and then I saw him again the next day mm. I knew there had been a game and I said mate did you see the, the football results and he went yeah um, oh, you'll be pleased Pompey won 6-1 and I was like oh shut up man come on give me the result for ages I didn't believe him <laughs> it's only when I came home that I found out they scored 6 yeah. great stuff um, cut that out <laughs> <laughs> but keep this in because I'm about to say Sven's back mm. Mm. Svenigans lock up your daughters Sven Goran Eriksson wasn't he going to Qatar or Probably, like probably. Like yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Where has he done that? Has he somehow managed to just get all the contract paid up to him? <laughs> so I can get Sven run job. to the sun, Goran Eriksson. <laughs> is he going to run both the jobs in the same way that Del Boy used to do, <laughs> and the horses, where he has like two dates at the same time? Yeah. He, he goes to the toilet of one day, he goes out the window, goes to the other day. That's what he's going to do. That was repeated in uh, Goodnight with Sweetheart through two time zones as well. Um, well, well, that was There's the link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For those uh, people who have never lived in Britain, they don't know what they were talking about. You're really not missing a great deal <laughs> no, no, on the references. Uh, there. Um, uh, but but I, I tell you what, I do like Sven. I think we all do. Well, the thing he the was very respon uh, responsive uh, to, to the, the press. journalists. Yeah, to the yeah. press because he walked in the ground. Well, and they were like, "Oh, Sven, very happy to be here." Da, da, da. And he would, and he clearly needed to go in, but he kept turning around, going, "Oh yes," and answering questions. And then he turned to go, and the journalist would ask. 
and most managers would just bowl in yeah. wouldn't give a damn yeah. and every time the guy asked Sven would stop turn around and go back to him and answer him like, oh little Sven he'll be sacked in two months <laughs> so we can go reckon? back to guitar mm. well, these um, were not the foxes I was expecting <laughs> <laughs> well I did like what Milan Mandarich came out with um, this was on the Thursday he said we, this is when um, Power Sosa was still in charge he said we can't when people were talking about is, is Sosa going to be for the sack and all and he said we can't turn around now and say Paolo needs to go now is the time for us to show how strong we are together how united we are behind our manager and give him a chance it is a difficult time but it is time to be united and not to listen to the speculation in the media it's as simple as that following day <laughs> he got rid of him I wonder what happened in between yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah. maybe from that he slept yeah, yeah well, maybe from that quote they've just cut out but I'll sleep on it yeah. <laughs> well, he's, like, he's like the dice man he just rolls a dice like, <laughs> like, like, what a brilliant way to manage a football team that would be <laughs> hey, you, be you used to work at Leicester City is there a massive cut lucky eight ball that yeah. people make decisions push it down, yeah. <laughs> you, you know when Mandarich was chairman of Portsmouth he, he saved Pompey from oblivion and everyone thanked him for it it was, it was a great thing he did and then he went through nine managers in seven years and about the sixth one it was a bit like I know you saved the club and we thank you for that <laughs> <laughs> can we just talk about this because you're going through managers like like Sven goes through women mm. yeah allegedly so I, I fully expect Sven to probably be sacked by the end of the season yeah. <laughs> knowing how much he loves the old money I don't know how much he's getting paid I'll be interested mm. to see the Middle East is made for Sven really oh yeah, yeah. He needs to take on like the Dubai team or something. He well, I, it, I even dreamed this. I, I'm pretty sure we even spoke about it on the show a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I thought well, it guitar. Was, yeah, I thought, yeah, it, I thought right, it was in yeah. line to take over. It would, it would make least. sense, James. It would make perfect sense. Uh, we're going to go back to the south coast very briefly. Oi, oi. South <laughs> Southampton two, Bournemouth nil. It was the first south coast derby between these two teams in the league for 50 years. Mm. Oh, we live by the sea, so we can have amusements, but no one else can. Why is that? <laughs> uh, we're still recording. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Ricky Lambert got both goals there. Good to see a South Coast derby not involving Portsmouth. Well, um, I don't actually agree with that. No, Ricky Lambert loves a goal, doesn't he? He He's does. Bastard for he a can't goal. Can't stop scoring. Hmm. Don't, and don't stop him unless you. <laughs> well. People are trying, but we can't. <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're not trying hard enough. Um, <laughs> concentrate your efforts elsewhere. League Two, there was a couple of brilliant results. Mm. Accrington Stanley seven, Gillingham four. <laughs> it has to get, get a mention. Oh, so good, the other thing it? that's worth mentioning is the Chesterfield Crew game, which is five all. Yes. I've never heard who of scored, a five all. Who scored for Crew? Moore and Donaldson. Oh, hey. nice! <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> which Donaldson was that then? You mate, Donald. Yes. Do you not remember it? <laughs> it was only on the Charlie. weekend. Yeah. And Bell scored also for Crew Campbell. Yeah, yeah, nearly yeah, yeah, half there yeah. half there um, marvellous results in League 2 a 7-4 and a 5 all. well done to Accrington Stanley Gillingham Chesterfield and crew for their participation in those matches and that was defending. like you were reading the results then I think <laughs> you'd be good at that actually yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, have a go just make up some results this is a short window goals uh, Luke Moore 1 P. Donaldson 2 that's good mm. apart from my last at home <laughs> 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 yes, of course. Um, uh, right, it's, it's foreign time. Good. Yeah? I went to Crete. Well, <laughs> did you make any notes? <laughs> Dang it, there's not much by way of football there. I didn't see a single football pitch. Well, I'll take that as a no then. <laughs> um, Roy Keane wouldn't have been happy. No, he <laughs> he's <laughs> never going to be happy. <laughs> a moot point. Speaking of Roy Keane at Ipswich, um, Dog Ipswich, died. Ipswich, you've got a striker called Tom. Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Triggs no. died. 
I can't believe that didn't make the international news. The old Delhi Murray, you get over there, it's a bit weird. It's a week late, it costs yeah. about 2 yeah. Um But worth every letter. I just want to make a note to any proper football journalists that are listening, probably none, but I'll, st- I'll do that just in case. <laughs> yeah. There's a player who plays for Ipswich <laughs> called Tommy Smith. He's a striker, he's from New Zealand. There's also a player who used to play for Pompey, who plays for QPR now as a striker called Tommy Smith. They're not the same person. <laughs> so stop saying Tommy Smith scored for Ipswich. And I'm putting a picture of QPR's Tommy Smith because <laughs> one's ten years older than the other and they're different. They're not even in the same country. Is this the Tommy Smith? One of them used to play for Watford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know that Tommy Smith. Yeah, one's he's, he's not a Kiwi. Tommy no. Smith without a Y. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I, it just seems to happen so often. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. know if they even realise there's two of them. And mm. the and the Luke Moore who used to play for Aston Villa. It's not me. He's not him. No, no. as people so often do. Yeah. Um. Right, let's go to Primera Liga. Mm. Bit of Spain, eh? Did a little head wobble there. Uh, it's oh, fancy. Thanks, man. Keep that. La Liga. Barcelona drew at home to Laudrup's Mallorca. They, Mallorca. I only saw the first half of that game, but they absolutely <laughs> battered them. They had 90% <laughs> possession at one point. <laughs> only <laughs> one point. I know, it's you know? incredible. Messi scored a great goal. He did, yeah. Really I don't like him. I know you're talking about possession and stuff, but they're missing Xavi. Mm. Oh, of course they're massively do. missing He's got the same, well, a similar problem that Owen Harvey's has got. He's got in, in, uh, tendonitis. Oh dear. Um, Hargreaves is specifically of the of the of the kneecap. Mm. The Hargreaves have been out for much. Well, exactly. I'm just, I'm just saying. I hope Shafi isn't the same. But he's yeah. been given a rest. I, th- I think that what they're saying is because he's been given the, the internationals off as well. I think they're saying he's played uninterrupted almost like three or almost three years. Yeah, now or no, it's ridiculous. Given that they've won two major tournaments and he's won the Champions League and got to the semi as well. That is that is <laughs> and, yeah. and it's as much as you can play. Yeah. And pretty yeah. much being the main man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and obviously they won the. Do you reckon his mates bring him up? Do you want to kick her out? Oh, God, I don't even want to stand up. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to play FIFA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Real Madrid beat Deportivo La Coruña six one. Jose said that some team's going to pay for all this <laughs> misfiring and bloody. <laughs> I love it when you can see that brewing in a team. Yeah. Someone's getting a hiding soon. I reckon he popped into the lacquer in your dressing room beforehand and went, no. yeah, you, you're going to get this, and they all probably crapped themselves and thought, yes, mm. we are. Well, Carino have uh, actually got quite a good defensive record. Do you know what? I remember when they were a fantastic side and playing in Champions League. Uh, Tristan. Yeah. All them. Remember yeah, when they, uh, I think they were something like 3 or 4 nil down against Milan? Yeah, from, the, from the 4-1, I think, from the first leg. Yeah. And then they beat them 4-0 at home in Spain. It was get on that. It was incredible. Climber balled it. Indeed. You know, it was absolutely incredible. Um, Mourinho uh, has been talking with Lauren Blanc apparently about Larry White use his proper name okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, about Karen Benzema and his work rate and his attitude because Mourinho thinks he should play with more ambition you almost forget he's there well that's right yeah. I mean Blanc was saying Alan that Shearer <laughs> <laughs> don't know nothing about him Blanc was saying that, um, that he says that some players he thinks that they are surprised when they realise that their natural qualities aren't enough and they have to work tactically and collectively and, and more on their work rate mm. and he thinks that's what's happening to Benzema because he's a fantastic player but yeah, it's he funny is. isn't it he's not really firing that's how yeah. I reply when you shout at me Marcus on the football field your natural talent isn't enough screw <laughs> you Marcus yeah. you are very vocal on the football pitch you would think it would be Luke dishing out the orders I am in as well. our team yeah but well, he's a monster though isn't he I'm sure you'll Marcus true. can back up his word with action oh here we go oh. talent thanks Peter I, w- I will say I'll caveat my mouthiness by saying I only ever mouth off when the ball's in my own heart <laughs> I don't, I'm, not, I'm not like going Marcus shoot shoot better <laughs> I just tend I'd to appreciate p- that kind of advice though yeah something. fair enough I just tend to pant 
That's good. Uh, we, we're now at the Serie A section of the show. Mm-hmm. But before we move on, um, Luke had a birthday recently, didn't you, Lukey? Yeah, I did. I thought you'd forgotten about that. No, no. Happy birthday. We've got you a little something. Have you really? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go I genuinely had no idea. Um, one chippy totter already wears this shirt. And now What's there's going to be two, eh? What's all this? Look at that. It's a Milan shirt. <laughs> I thought I'd have a name on the back, but... <laughs> I mean, we, we were planning on getting... I wasn't going to get Ibra on the we back. We were going to get Ibra. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's but very then kind you of said, you. Uh, Thank you. Thanks very much. The proper one. Look, it's got the added. I'm genuinely so. touched by that. It's an extra large. Good, so it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. I feel like I should put it on now. Well, put it on. we're about to talk on. about Milan. We'll crack on with Milan, I'll just put this on. Um, uh, Milan were away to Parma. Hurry up, hurry up. And they won 1-0. And the goal was one of the goals of the weekend. There were a lot of good goals on the weekend. There he is. Oh, look at that. Looking good. It's good. It's a nice shirt, isn't it? Eh? Isn't it, yeah. just? Yeah. It's a well, classic, yeah. isn't it? it very, very, very nice, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Genuinely, I'd really appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you. We're having a moment on the yeah, show. I appreciate oh. it. Thanks. Cut um, this out. Yeah, right. <laughs> you saw Pirlo's goal, then? Oh, my goal of the season so far. It, it, seemed, it didn't seem to be travelling that quick. It seemed it's, to float. I agree with you. It I seemed agree to with float you. into the net. It was he wonderful. It. You could have had like a conversation about it before he hit the net. <laughs> <laughs> He's hit that one, and it's, yeah. it's going. It, it, it's in. <laughs> <laughs> this is my goal of the season so far. Right, without doubt. I tell you what um, was a great goal. Was uh, if we just briefly cut away from Italian football. Was Wagner Love scored an absolute beauty mm. uh, in the Russian league on the weekend? Yeah, yeah. But back to Pirlo. Maybe we'll ramble tube that. Yeah, maybe yeah. we will. Uh, Pirlo, great goal. A uh, Crespo up front for Palmer. Nice. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that. He had a bit of a torrid time actually. He did. I he's played you. for most Italian clubs He's played for a few Well you, don't forget He had some of his best years At Parma the first time right? mm. so. i tell you what though um, I mean he didn't really Do much for Parma I, I, But Crespo kind of He looked He's 35 now I think He kind of looked A little bit older You know Not, not facing He's a handsome man Appalling But in, what, in my what head gonna, Crespo's still on loan From Chelsea Yeah But what I was going <laughs> to say Is though that it, It's actually testament To Inzaghi Because when he comes on And plays for Milan I totally forget He's 35 as well yeah. That goal he scored as well The other month Which one was yeah, that was against Barcelona. Yeah, but that was, of course, a, a pre-season. Yeah, but though. that was another one that he just seemed to stroke in. Yeah, mm. you know, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't try and keep the laces. Very up. leisurely team. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> speaking you, of which, Robinho. Oh my goodness, <laughs> he had a. I, I don't know what's happened to him. Zlatan <laughs> should have scored. Yeah, he should have. Yeah, yeah. Didn't I want do. Him. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do love watching that Milan side play because when they've got the ball, they just there's some of the flicks and stuff. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's just great. It really is. Um, the derby of Italy happened on, on the weekend. The big game of the, of the weekend. Inter versus uh, it Juventus. Says, wasn't it? it was nil nil. First time in eleven and a half years, according to the commentator. Wow. Mm. Um, uh, and so uh, the reading on the table. We said last week that the Serie A was tight. Obviously. One week later, it still is going to be tight, no matter what the results are. Um, but Lazio are top after six matches on 13. But it's still only nine points separate top to bottom. Mm. But Roma are struggling in 19th. They've had a very bad start. Early days. Early, Early days. days. Ranieri got a bit leery a little while ago, didn't he? He I always does. Did that rhyme? That sounded like it rhymed. Fact, that I that say he always does. That's Larry. nonsense. He doesn't often No, he doesn't. No, it's, yeah. it's sort of a strange. He's like a sort of comedy next door neighbour from an Italian sitcom, in my mind. Yeah, he is. He's, he's exactly <laughs> like that, yeah. <laughs> but he is sort of just like. <laughs> he's really, really lost it, didn't he? He, Did said, he said, This team has got balls, we will show you. And Do you think him and Sparrow get on? Yeah, I think they would. I he's very avuncular. I, th- Good. I, I think that Ranieri looks like a stereotypical old, old, older Italian man the same way Lamont, um, same way Ramon Dominic looks like oh, a yeah. stereotypical mm. they're almost like two peaks in the same pod just having to be born in a different country it's like his yeah. teeth they're just very, they're very sharp at the corners maybe, maybe that's helped him opening cans with them <laughs> 
Well, Gary wants some beans. Would he refer to himself in the third person, or are you speaking on behalf of him? Yeah. No, I imagine he does it in front of a mirror. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> so you're suggesting that he's mental. Yeah. Um, fiend Ranieri. Yeah. <laughs> I said the sun. <laughs> <laughs> cool beans. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Germany. Um, Mines have equaled a, a record-breaking seven wins on the go. That's the the top. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That includes away wins at, at Bayern and, and Bremen. Bayern was away to yeah, Bremen. They were only huge. promoted like two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Bayern have had a poor start. They've had a very poor start, and, and, and as of a result, I don't think that their players are allowed to go to Oktoberfest. I should be going anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's like real carnival. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to Oktoberfest. Well, we've got a game. We we'll go every year. We're going. No, they'll be drunk as well. It's fine. <laughs> exactly. You've yeah. got a game in the morning. Um, my, a friend of mine lives in Germany, and his younger brother. Actually, it was one of the guys I was in Crete with. His younger brother. Um, they they went to Oktoberfest, and he was walking. This is an awful story. You old travels with Luke Moore. He, he was walking along, and he had a, a, bottle, a bottle of a glass bottle of Coke in his hand, Coca uh, Cola. And, uh, Nobody thought it was cocaine. Well, okay, fine. Let's <laughs> and, it, and he fell over, and the glass smashed, and it cut his hand like to ribbons, basically. Oktoberfest. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe that's why Bayern Munich can't go because injuries. <laughs> a bizarre story. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Get that Milan shell off. You're overheating. <laughs> I think I am actually. Um, uh, I think the red and the black compliments the blonde. I have to Thank say. Thank you very much. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, ah, yeah. Cheers, I have some of that. Yeah, that means you'll definitely play like him too. Yeah, um, uh, well, he'll play like me, probably. <laughs> uh, Bruce Dortmund beat Bayern Munich. Just get on with it and talk about the St. Pauli hot dog train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it's we're what all we're waiting, waiting for. for. <laughs> um, St. <laughs> Pauli. They're into the top half of the table. They're ninth. They want a way to Hanover. And how are they celebrating? That piece of paper. Yeah. Um, St. Pauli <laughs> have installed a model railway to serve supporters in their VIP section <laughs> with freshly cooked sausages throughout the That'll game. That'll be a good sausage as well yeah, in Germany. I, well, mm. Jim, I know what you were thinking. I don't think I could love St. Pauli any more than I <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> Proving you wrong, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even. Uh, the term sausage train had never entered my mind before. <laughs> but I it's staying. I've, I think I've seen that video. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, let me say, though, that, that it doesn't just stop there. The train runs every five minutes uh, direct from the, the club kitchen to the VIP section. There's an individual. Uh, there's individual beer pumps for each seat and built in <laughs> flat screen TVs for action replays. Now, a little word of caution. Is, that seems all a bit big time for St. Pauli, isn't it? I think, it's, mm. I think it opens the door for somebody putting, like, a firework on it and sending it to the away fans. That's yeah. what I yeah. worry about. Ooh. A flare. Yeah. You'd have oh, to no, no, it very well. The, the train's only for the VIP. It doesn't go all around the stands, man. You know, by the time we get to the VIP... It's a train. It's a sausage train. Yeah. There's no rules. There's no rules to the sausage yeah. train, no, but there is. But there is a track. Oi. <laughs> Get your ticket and shut up. <laughs> All, All right. aboard. Yeah. <laughs> is there a dining car? The whole train is a dining <laughs> car, sir. <laughs> no, instead of having like a, dine, a buffet car, they've got one car that isn't a buffet. <laughs> it's like the opposite. Can I have a beer? Sit? There's beer in your chair. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is there a smoking section? Yeah. Yes, there are smoked sausages available, sir. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's well, almost like they're, expect, they're expecting a state visit from Paul Gascoigne or something. <laughs> <laughs> what will he want? <laughs> Sausage train, <laughs> beer in his seat, <laughs> telly. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, he's born. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Um, uh, right, I think that's the Euro fest over. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, breaking, we're breaking out of Europe, gentlemen. <laughs> Can we go to Oktoberfest next year to watch St. Watch St. Pauli and go to October Oktoberfest? Um, uh, well, before I think of an answer for that, I think Luke's got an email. Ooh. Hello, yes, I'm back this week, and I've mm. been given, <laughs> in case you wondered who it was, and I've been given an email to read. Um, do you remember, chaps? A couple of weeks ago, it must have been at least two weeks ago, because I was on the show and it happened, mm, and we were was. talking about football chants, and it was Peter Reed's got a effing monkey's heed, yep. and then the second verse was. Jim Peter Reed eats bananas with his feet and we thought it stopped there <laughs> yeah. we were naive but it doesn't because we Kevin because Kevin O'Malley <laughs> has emailed him <laughs> to say he says you mentioned how much you enjoyed the second verse of the Peter Reed song in, in, in the show um, he eats bananas with his feet for my money however the third verse tops that it is Peter Reed's got a tyre for a seat <laughs> <laughs> brilliant I genuinely didn't know that just did Because he looks like a monkey <laughs> Excuse me Apparently they sing one about Tony Mowbray in Scotland It's sort of similar kind of thing Saint But I don't know the lyrics so. St. Pauli's got an effing sausage train Yeah Beer in your seat Anything you <laughs> can imagine Easy too. peasy If you know yeah. the Tony Mowbray one Email it in because I'd like to hear it Absolutely. But Peter Reed, the Peter Reed chant is officially my favourite chant of all time So <laughs> I'd be interested to see if anything could top it Yeah <laughs> Sorry, what, MLS, did you say? Yeah. Um, uh, apparently, um, D-Beck, not apparently, he did. D-Beck, he got a lovely free kick. I saw it, it was a nice one. Yeah, yeah, he got the winner for Galaxy, the beat Shivas. To Derby, that. Mm. Shivas um, play in the same ground as, as Galaxy as well. Mm, yeah. Home isn't it? Because it's the, it's the Mexican contingent, I mm, believe. That's Chivas. right. That's I was a bit annoyed they didn't put it right in the right in the corner. It was And the keeper got a hand to it. I was He's done enough, got it. I just, uh, Did he get the winner? He's done enough. Did he get the yes, winner? Did he get the winner? He did get the winner. He wants a moon on a stick. He's had, he's had about a hot dog train Now he thinks he deserves everything <laughs> It's a moon train um, Fill in the blanks there uh, Oh now Oh, oh week, you wouldn't I would oh. and I'm, I'm going to yeah. Last week we spoke about Uncle Jack Oh here Jack we go. Warner was it last? He's Uncle Jack now is he You called him Uncle Jack on the video Joe Bird Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, memory. Um, <laughs> he's, a, he's he's a bad uncle. Let's yeah. make that clear. Yeah, he's yeah. a shocking uncle. Mm. Um, this is uh, this was in the Observer uh, from the said and done section. Um, it just listed a few things that, that that has been surrounding his name of late, and I thought this has to be brought to the ramble table. Yeah. Um, it, so the, the little article said uh, eighty-one million dollars. These were the public funds allocated to stadium refurbishment in Jack Warner's Trinidad for last month's FIFA Under-17 Women's World Cup. $81 million. Uh, an inquiry has now been launched to determine where the $81 million went. Mm. Um, it's been siphoned out of the country and <laughs> the sausage train sales have gone up <laughs> yeah. massively. Yeah. Um, yeah, apparently Minister Anil Roberts said it would be forensic. Uh, we will have uh, a report which shows the money was misappropriated. Probably uh, want to appropriate. do some financial checks, I would think. Well, the thing I'm is, not sure forensics are going to help in this the situation. Pro the problem with this is, like, you always hear about this from people. I'm not suggesting anyone's stolen anything at all. But what, what <laughs> if, you, if you are, say, for example, you were going to steal an amount of money, don't steal all of it. Just <laughs> take like two million dollars. Yeah. No one will know, and take yeah. two million dollars again next year. Or do it like a penny from each bank account, like Superman. 
Oh, well, exactly. Like, like, like the guy who Superman. in one of the Superman films, they steal like a, a penny out of everybody's bank account and they make a lot of oh, money. Oh, I see yeah. what you mean. Like in the film Office Space as well. Yeah, uh, that's which also refers back film. to Superman. Films. You, oh, really? People get people get greedy because you, can you remember <laughs> when that guy? <laughs> I love on, it. You get annoyed well, when people steal and do things badly, like the time when who was do it? Do it right. When it was it in Ghana when there was match fixing and they won thirty oh, yeah. six yeah. nil and you were going mental. Do it so it's two nil. You'll yeah. get away yeah. with it. So <laughs> advocating cheating. And stealing. When that guy was coughing, who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, yeah, and he cheated to get a million pounds. Jerk. Just get half a million. No one will say anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. Well, no in Jack Warner's case, yeah. it, you know, allegedly, just be happy with your already exorbitant wages. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But people get greedy. Agree. They get greedy. Agreed. Um, uh, Is that a pun or just a happy accident? Mm. Ag- agreed. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't mean. I didn't mean that. I very rarely plan what I say, James. Well, the organisation that, that Jack works for, FIFA. Um, it sort of works for him, doesn't it? Yeah. You don't really work for it. Very true. Um, they've uh, donated £16,000 to the former Togo goalkeeper, um, uh, Kojovi uh, Obilale, who was... Oh, I've left, heard about this. They, he was left unable to walk, of course, after being shot at the African Cup of Nations in January. Yeah, Terrible I remember stuff. that. Yeah. A tra- tragic story. Um, and Seth Blatter and FIFA gave him sixteen grand. <laughs> doesn't it hurry like a he owes a hundred grand in medical that's bills. outrageous and Sepp said I wish you a lot of courage <laughs> he, he, now, might as, he might as well have just said well I didn't shoot him yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. pretty much uh, 170 grand was the amount of, the, of bonuses paid by Sepp to all 208 FIFA associations in June ahead of next year's FIFA elections now Shocking. surely FIFA's job in uh, the African nations is to keep them safe surely the, and the, to, the, to look after the footballing well, do you remember they tried to ban him for pulling out mm. as well Togo wouldn't that Happened. Well, they did ban them. Yeah, but oh, it got overturned. No, yeah, was yeah. That, I don't think that was FIFA, was it? Yeah, it was, well, it was no, f- I think that was the the African body. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. And they they should never have been driving through there anyway. But no. that isn't the point. You know, the, the, what happened happened. And yeah. that guy, you can't. The fact of the matter is, leave him with that much debt. No. Exactly, exactly. And and it's not as if a FIFA, the big wealthy beast, can't afford to. Sep could do it himself in loose yeah. change that's on him. Imagine if it was a, a bigger, f- d- d- with all respect to uh, the team, a bigger football. Oh yeah, and, and imagine oh. how how covered the hell they would be insurance wise. Well, yeah. the other thing is that a player that was a lot bigger would be a lot more wealthy as well. I remember. True, but yeah, I understand but, what but, you're but saying. But though, they'd get a hell of a lot more money. Like if it was Adebayor or something, it, mm. they'd be mm. in the millions. They'd yeah. get in compensation. Manchester City would get money. Everyone would get. Yeah, yeah of course. That said. Down column in the reserve is great. It's, it's, it's done by David Hill, isn't it? It's really, yeah, really absolutely interesting. Super. Um, right, let's go to South America, Brazil in particular. Um, there's been uh, elections. Uh, in Brazil uh, Why are we talking about that here you cry Well, Why Romari- are we talking about that <laughs> <laughs> Romario and Bebeto Have entered the world of politics But as a doubler I don't, I don't like each other do they Well um, Romario <laughs> has been elected We talked about this on a Ramble Extra A number of months ago I'm pretty sure Romario has been elected Federal Deputy for Rio de Janeiro And Bebeto was elected State Deputy for Rio de Janeiro uh, For the state of Rio You've got to count the votes Surely he's doing what he's done with his yeah. goal Yeah, yeah. No, It would a little have, suspect yeah. um, Romario, Romario ran on a Socialist Party ticket In the southeastern Rio de Janeiro state And his party is allied with uh, the President's um, Workers' Party but uh, Romario's got no political experience but he has promised to score a new goal oh, for God. Brazil no. <laughs> people of Rio people of Rio you are now going to be faced with the next three years of terrible football puns 
yeah. for the rest of his tenure because yeah. he's just going to compare everything to being a footballer mm. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like Arnold Schwarzenegger just refers in, in, as California State Governor just refers to Terminator every single speech yeah. you are the real Terminators yeah. Yeah. I'm so going to turn the dead into lead molten lead at the end of Terminator 2 when I fall in it oh. he had that amazing <laughs> quote didn't he when he was talking about um, I think it was his critics of one of his policies and he says I say to you if you think this I call you girly men yeah. I know that's, that's basically God. McBain but yeah. Yeah. two things he actually said as well definitely said this because I've bloody well saw it yeah. one was he said uh, before the elections to re-elect him I'll be back and then when he did win again he said I love doing sequels oh. yeah he did he yeah. did and then he just shouted Terminator 2 <laughs> <laughs> well um, uh, is what I meant by, by that <laughs> red also, heat yeah. also it's uh, <laughs> kindergarten cop <laughs> <laughs> excuse me uh Mr. Schwarzenegger, you appear to have a terrible uh, human right, right, rights record, and, and your and your political career has gone awry so far. Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not going to wash anymore. Just saying, films you were in. Excuse my friend, he's dead tired. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense yeah, yeah. in this context. <laughs> yeah. Eraser. No. <laughs> um, Eraser. Who remembers mm. that film? The one that was with the lasers and all. One of his best ones. That. Ba- Batman and Robin. I didn't even like that one. <laughs> Pick one that was decent. <laughs> You've not let me finish talking about the Brazilian well, election. Well, we haven't said Commando yet. <laughs> Just bodies. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can carry on. Um, Last action hero But, but, but Mario and Bebeto It's Boris Johnson All over again really yeah. I mean we can sort oh. of Stand in our Lon- London constituencies no, no, no. And sort of You haven't heard Because a Brazilian <laughs> clown Has won a seat in Congress Yeah oh, as we know From Mario No 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 A genuine just given them out to anyone A genuine It was first come first so. Yeah, yeah. Um, He was on the night So An he just odd, turned up odd electoral system That is <laughs> Tiririca uh, is, his, is his clowny name uh, Or grumpy um, he, he had <laughs> Why did you don't elect him. Yeah. <laughs> Get yeah. happy. You were both in there. D- Measured. <laughs> you know, reasonable. They had a selection of clowns to pick them on. They just one of them turned up. Seven dwarves turned up. Yeah. Um, you're going to love this. He had slogans such as, it can't get any worse. <laughs> elect a clown <laughs> it has and also um, what does a federal deputy do truly I don't know but vote for me and I will find out for you <laughs> that's brilliant oh, again wow. similar to Boris Johnson I, yeah <laughs> I do cover a town where he did elect uh, Hartley United's football mascot oh yeah, so. that's right. yeah, yeah. yeah. Angus the monkey Angus the monkey Boris Johnson piped up the other day saying that um, he doesn't muffins th- muffins muffins he doesn't yeah he doesn't think that um, <laughs> any election where the turnout was less than 50% should count London 45% <laughs> do your research you've got a team yeah <laughs> oh my goodness um, and we shall finish the main section of the show uh, do you remember R- Larissa Raquel mate of course we do <laughs> come on Paraguayan model um, hates bras yeah well I've got an update she has a new role in Mexican TV which uh, in a program called The Triumph of Love <laughs> with veteran Mexico midfielder Blanco oh, oh yes. Yes. <laughs> great well, you tell me he's, yeah, um, I wanted to save it for you Blanco is going to play a fireman with Raquel May as his lover. Oh, he's having that. He's having, he's, he's having that all day. Delighted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Did he do the um, the bunny hop thing with her breast? <laughs> <laughs> um, produ- no, a mobile phone flicks into her cleavage. Yeah. Oh, see. That's, the, that's the payoff every week. Every week it's like a mobile phone it somehow finds her way into yeah. her top. Nestle oh, yeah. oh dear. <laughs> Producer Salvador Mejia uh, said, honestly, I... <laughs> 
I don't know what I don't know what a producer does. I will find out for you. Vote for me and I'll find out. He says, honestly, I don't, I don't expect them to be able to act. They're just the cherries on my cake. Wow. Does, does he, does he mean her? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what we meant. <laughs> yeah. No, the, well, I saw that because um, when you've when you've written here Larissa Raquel my update. I thought it was that she'd been in Playboy. No. I'd already seen that. <laughs> well, <laughs> seen that. Yeah. I think it was linked to on the uh, Ramble Forum. <laughs> was it, yeah? Was it really? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Ramble Forum, Pete. Mm. I, I only saw it because it's it was next to the ass. tits on there, including <laughs> us. <laughs> Especially us. <laughs> mm. Almost exclusively us, in mm. fact. Um, Pete, you've got an email. I've got an email. It's a long one, so hang tight. Um, this is from uh, Darren Pitt in Adelaide, uh, South Australia. That's Good day. That oh, yeah, uh, on, pre- <laughs> on a previous ramble, you spoke about Ronaldo asking for exorbitant match fees to turn up for Melbourne Heart in the A League. I'm a right, season yeah. ticket holder at Adelaide United, current A League leaders, and the guest appearance of the Ronaldo type aren't that unusual over here. With a very American pay structure, we, structure, we have a salary cap with each club allowed one marquee player who's allowed to uh, earn it in excess of that this is how Robbie Fowler's going to be here John uh, Aloisi and uh, Michael Bridges oh, oh yeah Bridges excellent uh, odd each, choice each club, <laughs> each club is also allowed to sign a player for guest appearances though and in 2006 Adelaide signed the one and only Romario relevant aforementioned yeah, yeah. Uh, the city went mental posters of Romario filled billboards everywhere games at Adelaide's uh, Adelaide's Hindmarsh Hindmarsh Stadium mm. uh, began with Brazilian dancers every week shirts with the Romario on the back sold like hot cakes <laughs> uh, the rumour is that he was paid £250,000 for a four-game stint, more than the rest of the squad added together, and was given the complimentary use of a, of a luxury beachfront apartment for the duration of his stay. <laughs> wow. Not a bad gig, is it? Uh, now, whilst the numbers don't really add up, there was much talk that Romario only needed three goals to reach the 1,000 career goal milestone, and that here in Adelaide against average defenders, he would easily achieve it. So much more disappointing was it that, uh, that when what we got was virtually an immobile middle aged man who walked around the pitch <laughs> and shouted and pointed a lot he on one occasion berated a teammate who had the audacity to put the ball perhaps a metre in front of Romario for him to run onto Romario it seems does not run he did score though one goal in his last of the four games our then tricky winger Jason Spagnolo 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 ran from the halfway line rode a challenge skipped in the area and shot low and hard the ball bounced up and hit Romario in the stomach and bounced over the line <laughs> He's playing that. That's mental. That's a hat trick as well. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say. Romario fell in the goal mouth to score, but was up like a spring lamb and sprinted over the Adelaide Fairfield to celebrate wildly the return on a one quarter of a million dollar investment. Oh. It was the first time any of us had seen him run in a month. Keep <laughs> <laughs> up the great, great work. Love the show, Darren Pitt in Adelaide, South Thank Australia. You, strange. I quite like the A League from what I've seen. Like it, it, they don't seem to get massive attendance, attendances, but they do. It just seems really passionate. And it really is. Just it's, fun. Quite, um, it's quite. It's um, quite. In your face, yeah. from what I've seen, there's a lot of, uh, lot of hard thought? darkness. <laughs> 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 oh dear! Yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time, and you know the gifts are—they're not stopping here, Luke. What for my birthday? For your birthday, because there's a little treat. Well, not a treat. This man deserves to go in here because he's. Is it me? It's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you missed the word "deserves." Um, <laughs> Robert Prozinecki. Oh, Bobby P. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that would be coming. Did you? Yeah, oh. clever. And Darren Peacock's not even clever. in there. No. Unbelievable. No, 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 never will. Johnny Edwards not in there. <laughs> is that is that um, Chippy West Ham fan on the forum still piping up about how we haven't put Bobby Moore in there yet? It's <laughs> <laughs> a disgrace. It's a disgrace. Drogba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, R- Robert Prozinecki He was born on the 12th of January 1969 
about 18 months after the summer, though. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. These two didn't get it once when you were away. I had to no. fill in. It's not our thing, is it? No. It's not our so bag. You've got you know, to be honest, I'm a bit annoyed that I attempted it. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. Yeah. Don't worry, I'll cover it for you. Good. All right. Thanks. As any good captain would. Um, uh, right. Well, uh, <laughs> standing captain. <laughs> Assistant to the captain. Mario Babetto over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> know which one I am. Um, uh, he started life uh, as a boy, and he grew into quite <laughs> some player. Textbook. <laughs> Little known fact about Robert Prosnecki, actually. He You're was not going to give it all away before I start. I'm yeah. not. I, I'm okay. sure there's loads more that I know, but he was def- he was actually born in Germany. He mm. was. He wasn't born yeah. in Yugoslavia. Yeah. So he started off in Germany. Uh, so he yeah. could have played for Croatia, uh, Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, and Germany yeah. if he wanted yeah. to. Well, technically, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just I didn't know many people knew that, but. Yeah. Well done. You obviously didn't, weren't going to say it, so I thought I'd point it out. Well, I didn't <laughs> think I'd need to, because everyone knows it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he started off at uh, Dynamo Zagreb, didn't play too many games there, and then he moved on to Red Star Belgrade, who were a massive side uh, at the time in One European Cup. Mm. Well, Europe was a much more balanced place, should I say, mm. in, in regards to football. Yeah. Um, but he came to the world's attention, really, as um, in the World Youth Championship, when he was named Player of the Tournament as an 18-year-old. They had a brilliant team. <laughs> well, <laughs> Let me absolutely back sensational side Let me back that up for you Because he was a part of a famous uh, Let me see who I can get Go on Boban Yes Sukair Yep Stimach Yeah possibly. I think Stimach was it Yeah Mijatovic uh, Mijatovic Yeah exactly there's, there's loads of good players in there Players he went on to really achieve as well mm. Yeah very much so it was mm. gra- That was a genuinely um, brilliant That's youth team That's the spine of the Croatia team That's right A lot was, longer yeah. A lot later on It was indeed Because Mijatovic went to play for Yugoslavia when they, Or stayed playing for Yugoslavia and when, the, um, they, when they split And he was a, a good player for Real Madrid as well He was Mijatovic um, Loved to dive Love to die Prozanecki was awarded The golden ball As the best player At this tournament And he created Many of Yugoslavia's 17 goals In their 6 matches (laughs) (laughs) Not bad is it Not bad this This Bob (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before uh, The World Cup Of 1990 He was already marked As one to watch and he caught the eye uh, This was of course at the, the FIFA Under 20 World Cup um, He uh, had a pretty good tournament in Germany He um, came on for Dejan Savicevic mm. Against West Germany Remember Savicevic? Yeah, Savicevic yeah, yeah. yeah. It was pronounced as quite a lot Yeah I seem to remember Savicevic mm. Savicevic People, commentators would say yeah. like, Savicevic or Savicevic Yeah, it's alright mm. A rose by another, another name Was from a sweet James so. <laughs> He did, yeah um, He did score in the uh, 4-1 victory Against the United Arab Arab Emirates Incidentally United Arab Emirates Every goal scorer Got a Rolls Royce At that World Cup One them. Wow <laughs> yeah. it four, was it uh, four one? I think they got Two they? or three okay. goals Two right. or three goals Hopefully it was the same goal so so If you scored an own goal Did you get yourself a I don't a think car. they thought about that They oh. took one away It's a big risk <laughs> 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 They took your car away yeah. Oh dear but uh, he played in the quarter final against Argentina. Do you remember it was nil nil and a very odd penalty shootout where Maradona missed? Did he hit the post, Maradona? He did. Uh, no, Maradona never hit the post. Uh, Prozanecki hit the post oh, okay, in, right. in normal time. He scored his penalty, though. So that was World Cup 90, so a good tournament Yugoslavia mm. had, and unfortunate to go out to Argentina in the quarterfinals. Uh, the following year, he um, was involved in another penalty shootout. This is when Red Star Belgrade beat Marseille to win the European Cup in one of the most one-sided finals <laughs> you'll ever see. <laughs> they basically didn't bother playing. Yeah, well, they but, played for penalties. Red Star, didn't they? Yeah. Red Star yeah, turned up, played for penalties. 120 minutes, kept them out and won on penalties. Unbelievable. Yeah. Executed the game plan, James. <laughs> yeah. 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 Waddle was playing for Marseille. He was, yeah. Was, yeah. Uh, absolutely and Marseille right. were well, one of the best sides in Europe at the time yeah so it was an incredible win 
Um, and then after, well, when I say it, that yeah. around that sort of time, it might be a bit before that, had um, Enzo Francescoli, who was uh, mm. apparently one of the biggest influences on Zidane. Mm. That's right, he was. Yeah, mm. we well, named his son after him. That's right. Yeah, mm. very, very correct, James. Mm. He went to Real Madrid, uh, Roberto, uh, Roberto, Robert Prozenet, yeah. should I say, uh, for a few years, and he st- I remember a, a fine free kick he scored against Barcelona. He he played against Barca. I don't know if this is the same game, mm. but Madrid beat Barcelona at the Bernabeu two one. Yeah, and Prozenet absolutely run the show. Yeah, it was they, they Barcelona just tried, tried to kick the crap out of him all game. Yeah, and uh, well, I think we should say what type of player Prozenet is actually. Well, at this point for Real, he was running number ten, and he was a he was well, all over the place. That's what he was a number ten, really, yeah. absolutely superb playmaker. Yeah, I, mean, I loved his skills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then we all did, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a superb player, and and he did it for the top boys in mm. Europe. I think it's. Well, he did it. He went. And he went um, to. Um, he, he went, went to, to Oviedo, Oviedo but then he went to Barcelona after that. Yeah, he did yeah. go to Barca. One of uh, only a few um, a few good men. Who he played right in thinking Real he's the only season. player to score a hat trick for both. It's, 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 he definitely oh, possesses. He, a, a, he definitely possesses a fat like that. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, uh, he's definitely done something for both that no one else has done. He's but done. He's, I'm he's, not sure if it's he, no, he played. He played in uh, World Cups with both Yugoslavia and Croatia. He, he scored. Did, yeah. He's, yeah. yeah, he's he's he scored goals for 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 two different international teams, and he's there's definitely a. I should have checked that It's annoying Sorry about that I don't, I don't know But he had an absolute Bastard of a free kick on him Oh absolutely mm. uh, Of course he then As you said Pete He went to play When Croatia Broke away from Yugoslavia oh, The former Yugoslavia Should I say now mm. At Euro 96 Had a decent show in there Got to the quarterfinals But then two years later uh, In France 98 That's when Croatia Really put themselves On the world map Came third He scored a few goals I think, He scored well. a couple of goals Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, He was 29 I think In that tournament So in his peak he's not reached, Well he's not reached His peak just yet <laughs> Well okay well, <laughs> Coming on to two, th- two or three years after that is well, when it is. Hold your horses. <laughs> You'll have your moment. What an unbelievable end to that man's career. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have your moment, <laughs> right? He scored two goals. He scored against Jamaica and the Netherlands in the third place playoff. Mm. And they finished third. Absolutely superb. And him and his teammate, that's right, Robert Yarny. Mm. Robert Yarny was a decent player yeah. as well. They represented Yugoslavia and Croatia. And there's only a couple of other people, uh, a few other men, who have turned up for two different teams at World Cups. Luis Monti, Argentina and Italy. Pushkash, Hungary and Spain. Mm. Uh, Jose Santa Maria, <laughs> Uruguay and Spain. Pushkash playing for Spain is just so weird if yeah. you yeah. think about it. Altafini, Brazil and Italy. Brazil and Italy. It's a funny <laughs> one, isn't it? And then, of course, those guys. He did um, play at the uh, 2002 World Cup, but he only played 45 minutes, I think. But his um, international record is. He's playing with Pompey then. Uh, well, <laughs> you've, yeah, you've let the cat out of the bag, <laughs> <laughs> as if nobody knew. Uh, we had 49 caps for Croatia and scored 10 goals and. 15 caps for Yugoslavia and scored 4 goals oh it's interesting that all those players have done yeah. that as well uh, the only player as you say to s- in the history to score for two different national teams yeah f- um, in, the world, in World Cups that is I th- yeah I think someone said some of his performances for Croatia up quite nicely when they said much of what Croatia achieved starts from the boots of Robert, yeah. Robert, Robert Prozenecki I, I'm going to adapt that slightly for Pompey in a minute okay <laughs> but he is regarded by many as the player with the best technique that has ever played for Croatia hmm he, he's certainly I mean he, he's certainly yeah I mean I've, I saw Gascoigne play in a testimony it doesn't really count but mm. Ro- Prozenecki would be well, I'm saying for Croatia oh no I know that but I'm saying that in, with my own eyes he's the best player I've seen play for my, my team right over that. well because um, he, didn't year, dis- he didn't disappear it, well, it, well, he lost interest towards the well, end. In 2001, <laughs> well, I didn't see much of it at Portsmouth. Let's, <laughs> have a, let's have a bit of context here. In 2001, he joined Portsmouth. 
Yes, a man wow. with such a glittering career who's played for Real Madrid Barcelona. It was like our Millennium Bug. Something's gone wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah later. But it's worth pointing out that actually, Portsmouth since then have, have won the <laughs> FA Cup and they've performed okay in the Premier League and they've had some good players come through their team. Mm. Yeah. You, you've got to put it into perspective that in 2001, they <laughs> were basically shit. They were yeah. one of the worst teams in the, in the second tier. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, and it was only through a, a network of contacts and through friendships with Milan Mandrich, the chairman, that he ever entertained the idea of playing for Pompey. And, and Mandrich at the time came out and said, This is a gift to the fans, you know. Yeah. And it really was. Yeah. yeah I mean, they only you had- talk about him in. in- such Your a eyes glowing glaze way. over. Well, three generations of my family all agree he's the best player to ever play for Portsmouth. <laughs> so, it, I mean, but that, that's the, that's the general consensus as well, isn't it? Very much so amongst Pompey. I've not heard anyone else say it different. I mean, my granddad, my uncle, and myself. Carnu. Well, we've had some good players over the years, Mark. Because I don't want to bore you all with that. But <laughs> the news. But, but yeah. But, but um, the news. Yeah, he's right. absolutely. He's got time on his side. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, if you think of that that season, that it was 2001-2002 under Ricks initially. Yeah. Um, Portsmouth had Prosnecki and Crouch really. I mean, Crouch was good then. That was when he was at Pompey the first time. And I, I, I think Prosnecki got nine or ten goals that season. But mm. he must have put on double that for, for for the other team. I mean, there was one game. I remember, I think it was against Grimsby, where he set up every single goal. We won like four two or something. He yeah, set up yeah. every goal, and it was almost like, right, I feel like I'm going to just set up some goals now. And just set him up. And did that, he, did uh, he, there was a, there was a, a great hat trick against Barnsley. Well, we were four up and we drew four all. Was that right? Yeah, and uh, he he, he uh, stormed out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, YouTube him because it is ridiculous. It is it's laughable when he gets the ball and he just goes off on one. It's almost like why is he amongst them? One that's something that sums up for me is when I think he stuck a great goal against Wolves. I think it was, and he cut inside, smashed her on the top corner, mm. ran off to celebrate. And <laughs> looking back at it now, the players that he celebrated with were such household names as Courtney Pitt. <laughs> Neil Barrett uh, Jason Crow and Alberto Zamperini yeah. <laughs> Alessandro Zamperini sorry so no didn't have yeah. any other good players that's right and this guy who, who went to the World Cup whilst he was at Portsmouth well he, I think because he, he, he was I think there was sort of talk that he was going to go but he was still officially a point player when he mm. got selected I think yeah. but he used to he used to just leg it off after games so was, he was a smoker as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heavy smoker, apparently. Yeah, like yeah. 50 a day, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> but he, he did, he did, I mean, he, he did his thing, and I think he really did feel an affinity with the fans, and he was well loved, but towards the end of the season, he just sort of stopped trying a little bit. But I think he played, I mean, he would have played 30, at least 30 games. So, 50 fags a day, that's like three at half time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it's quite 50, but I, I, I can remember, I, I can remember seeing him. Like, look, I remember seeing him outside. You know, sometimes when you go to the ground or you leave the ground, you yeah. see footballers. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing him looking. I can't remember if it was before the game or after the game, but he just looked like a homeless bloke, <laughs> like a beard, quite shaggy blonde hair, yeah. bag over his shoulder. Yeah. In my head, it's like a stick over his shoulder with a bag on the end, like waiting <laughs> him. But it wasn't. It was like a normal bag. I now realise where you get your inspiration. Yeah, from. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> on my right foot. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So he, he was. I mean, at the risk of boring people to death, he, he was. Superb! It's, it's his birthday, listeners. Come I, on. I mean, Portsmouth would have Portsmouth finished seventeenth <laughs> that season. They would have got relegated. It wasn't for Prosnick. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and that's the that's the first division, the championship. Absolutely, yeah. it's just remarkable. Yeah. Uh, after Portsmouth, he had spells in Slovenia and Croatia. He shouldn't have gone to Slovenia. Yeah, see, yeah, no one gave a shit then. I mean, Ljubljana, he went to <laughs> Olympia. They were t- they were they were top division side, but no one cares about that. Stay at Pompey. <laughs> <laughs> You're loved. Yeah. And still is. He's the only Englishman in the, the, the fans selected the Portsmouth's all time 11. He's only a non Englishman. Oh, is he? Okay, right, yeah. yeah. Um, and of course, now he is a part of Slavon Bilic's uh, 
staff in the Croatian national One of the things you also did for Pompey, and you can tell that um, he does, um, it's not, I'm not just making up that he loves Pompey, mm. because he did, um, he uh, recommended that Krankar sign for Pompey. Yes. Krankar right? rung Krankar him Krankar was, uh, there was a lot of buzz about him being like the next Prosoneki, wasn't there? Was That's just, right. Because he's he, very gifted uh, technically. Apparently he spoke to Prosoneki, and Prosoneki was like, get yourself down there, it's a great place to play football, so. <clears> and it, it, it did open the door for, I mean, not that anyone cares about this, but it did open the door, because the, the year after that, we managed to get um, Merson to sign, um, and then we got promoted the year after that and then after that we got Sheringham and so, you know, yeah, yeah. It, it did sort of say look you know we can have big players as well and it was really important for Portsmouth absolutely, absolutely. Well, we are going to have to we're going to have to wrap it well, up well you say that <laughs> <laughs> I've got loads more here <laughs> um, I'm going to end by saying that Miroslav Blazovic who uh, was manager at Dynamo Zagreb he said once of uh, Prozanecki or he was involved in, in Zagreb sorry. Uh, he said of Prozanecki when he was a youngster he said if this lad makes it as a football player I'll eat my coaching certificate <laughs> well you can stick it up your bollocks yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 so we'll get that man in my comfort I thought we were going to have a final word from you there Luke can we have one can we have a quick one um, no we can't have a quick one <laughs> <laughs> just, just a, a wonderful man to all he met <laughs> he's not dead absolutely absolutely uh, ladies and gentlemen that's the end of the show mm. Um, mm. I hope you've enjoyed it and I hope you've uh, stuck with us even though it's been a little bit more echoey than normal yeah. um, but uh, we're going to ramble cave that'll be sorted for next week absolutely mm. uh, if you want to get in touch with us the email address is podcast at thefootballramble.com and of course the website is thefootballramble.com um, and as of next week what we might do is we might do a sort of forum topic of the week on the show so mm. get yourself over to, to our website because there's lots of uh, top football discussion and yeah. And, and even some lols to we've already had. had some very <laughs> weird stuff yeah, come out yeah. of it which is there's, great there's some great gifts Larissa Ma- Raquel May was on there at some point mm. yeah. her play, play by shoot without her knowledge I might add <laughs> <laughs> without her prior consent I've done some drawings of her <laughs> <laughs> out of Fluids. Oh, 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 too far. Come get this sorry. Back. Get this back. Um, this back. At least you're sorry this time. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning. <laughs> and of course, it, we do have uh, Ramble TV on there and the, the magnificent blogs from mm. our magnificent bloggers. Mm. And there's Ramble Extra as well. Oh, which yeah. we do every Friday for 442. Oh, yeah, we're doing Diego Corner in Ramble Extra. Oh, yes, yeah, so this week. There so you get go. over there, find out what um, the little big man has been doing. Uh, say goodbye, James or Jim. Goodbye, James or Jim. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Thanks for having me back. Uh, and it's goodbye from me. Uh, we're all off on the sausage train. Ta-ta. Choo-choo! the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market